Hello, my friends. Are you a musician or a vocalist looking for a practice spot or a place to master your latest recording? I've got the place for you. SoundLab Music Studios, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue. Skip Lepakis, audio engineer, studio owner, and operator, has several services in the new audio suite, like tracking and recording for vocals or instruments, mixing, audio mastering, basically any audio need you may have. Also, SoundLab offers climate-controlled rehearsal rooms and a huge showcase room. Great hourly and monthly rates are also available. Give them a look at SoundLabAtlanta.com to learn more and to get in touch with Skip. Tell him you heard it on Achieving Reality, the podcast. That is SoundLab Music Studio, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue at 2190 Brandon Trail, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30004. Phone number is 678-205-5288. Take it easy. Hello, it's another Achieving Reality, the podcast. This week, the boys talk about beards, birds, banjos, and hookahs. No, really, they are. Honestly, I don't understand these two gobs, but they are a pair of funny blokes. So sit right back and you hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, whoops. Sit back and listen to these two guys laugh and make fun of everything. See you later. You know what, Jennifer Booth? No, should I? She's friends with Mark. That's the only reason why I'm asking. Well, I know somebody just doesn't know Mark. Because I thought you knew everybody Mark and Bam know. No, I mean, Mark and I don't see much of each other at like Yule Fest. You used to see more of them than also them, you know, in the same area that I live in. Yeah. Why'd you get spicy taco? Because that was the only taco they had. And I wanted to get two completely different ones. I think next week I might get banana and banana pudding. That would be not two different ones. No, it wouldn't. That's who I was talking about. Yeah, I don't... Well, well I'm just asking. I mean, why were you asking? Because she friended Marissa and I. Oh. We don't... I was hoping there was a reason for is. it. Yeah, I don't know either, so... She doesn't look very familiar to me at all. Did she meet you at Yulefest? Ah. <sighs> I don't, but we were only there for a couple hours. That's all it takes. <laughs> Might have. I don't, I don't know. But, she, but that's the only mutual friend that we had, so. So she's not from with Austin? No. Oh, that is weird. I know, right? What the hell is that? Me? ETA 1040. Oh, as you sent me that at 1031. <laughs> no, I sent it at like 950. I didn't get it until 1031. That was the ETA at the text. Oh, okay. <laughs> to watch that too. Clean. I got tagged in a lot of photos last night. Oh, did you? It's cousin Linda. Right. Many pictures you took. So, four Podbean podcasts got nominated for some sort of award thing. I saw that. We weren't among them. When I saw it, I was like, oh my god, did, did we win something? And then I opened it up and saw it and I went, oh my god, of course we didn't win anything. <laughs> I was so relieved to find out we didn't win anything. Yeah. Here, let me get you. These popcorn seem a little messy too. <laughs> oh, god damn it. 
there's the opening of the podcast. <laughs> That's better than go. <laughs> For those of you who missed last week's podcast. Yeah. Although I don't know why you would miss last week's podcast. It's still there. You can always listen to it. At least, at least as long as we pay the bills, you can always listen to it. Although, look, I couldn't listen to it last night on iTunes. said it was currently unavailable. It was taking a while to load. It was in the cloud. Yeah. Wherever that is. Bob Ross hadn't painted that cloud yet. Couldn't be stored. <laughs> I don't always paint clouds, but when I do, they're happy. Fluffy. Clouds are fluffy. The happy fluffy. Fluffy happy clouds. I'm watching Bob Ross the other day. The general concept of the episode is... He's going to show you what to do if you get halfway through a painting and decide you don't like it. Okay. So he's got the painting almost completed on the canvas. And he goes... He's, Those are rattling. They are. Now they're rolling. Yes. Because this is like five minute bit about it's not the end of the world. This, this is your world. You can do this. Blah, 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 the whole bottom of it. Then all he does is he takes the paint knife and he scrapes down the canvas and gets all the excess paint off of it. Yeah. And takes a big brush, goes over it, blends everything to so it looks like mush, and then paint it over it. You know, that's really not a whole episode there. <laughs> that's about five minutes. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. I wonder he's dead. No, I think there are other reasons for that. Yeah. So, where are the mi- microphones on this thing? On the outside here? Yeah. Cool. Our new Roland Binaural microphone set. By Menon. <laughs> From Tina. From Tina. For Christmas. For Christmas? Mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one that celebrated Christmas. I thought you were the only one that didn't celebrate Christmas. No, that's Christmas. I don't celebrate. Huh. I don't celebrate your miss. <laughs> My miss is very short. <laughs> yes. Uh, bless you, people. Punch in the reception room. <laughs> only punch? It's Christmas. You don't do pie? Oh, well, if people brought pie, then it's okay. No, no. No, like beer. There's no beer. No. Punch. I turn water into punch. I can't turn water into wine. Oh, that's too bad. I can turn water into Kool-Aid. Tang. <laughs> Lemonade. Lemonade. I can't turn it into wine. Sorry. That's more your shtick. What were you doing yesterday, Larry? <laughs> what? How'd you spend your Saturday? Making soda. What kind of soda? Naughty soda. Alcoholic soda? No, not yet. It has oh. to be fermented first. Well, is it somewhere fermenting? No. No. Oh. So what'd you do with it? We kegged it, and now it's at Dave's house. Because she's got the cooler to keep it in. Oh. Otherwise, it'll get warm. And then it's gross. <laughs> kegerator. He's got a kegerator at home. He has a fridge that he turned into a kegerator. Nobody just spit on you. Yeah, a lot of people do. Oh, fine. Well, if you don't care, I don't care. Well, you don't care, and I gave up caring. <laughs> it's kind of the theme of the podcast, isn't it? No, I care very much for the podcast. It's no, Tina that it's kind of gave up caring. It's not the podcast we don't care about. It's everything else. Oh, well. Uh, so what did you think about what Harvey did to your uh, ramblings? It was very funny. I've listened to it about five times now from iTunes. Also available on Podbean. Yeah. Every time they get to the... Uh, one of the rambling parts where I say fart and that fart noise comes in I bust out laughing <laughs> I'm just like I'm listening to it and I'm kind of chuckling along like holy cow how do I come up with this crap and we get to that one part that fart cuts in and I'm just like <laughs> so 
Yeah, I have a fourth grade level of intelligence when it comes to humor. And that might be too high. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Today you have a Georgia Renaissance Festival mug that you're drinking what from? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, I just made it, so. Coffee Stein. Yep. It's a different Coffee Stein. Yeah, this is uh, from last year. Ooh. Current. Yeah. My other one's in somewhere. It's from next year. No, it's not from next year. It's from five years ago. 2007, maybe? I guess it'll be seven years ago now. Oh, I just got old. <laughs> How'd you enjoy the Morningside Mustard premiere? It was good. I liked it a lot. And then when the credits ran by and I saw your name twice and mine once, I went, wait, what? <laughs> you, I understood. Me, I did. But, hey, whatever. If I helped, I helped. Well, we helped promote it, so. True. Heck, we're still doing it. Oh, yeah, we are. Right a second. Yeah. It was very good. And they got their ability to, because uh, she said he could talk about it, to distribute. So, that's cool. So, look for the summer on Blu-ray, DVD, and that's gonna be this, That's going to be this summer? I thought they said, I don't remember when they thought. I thought they said October. It might be sooner than that. Though. I thought he said it was going to be like this summer. <clears throat> like I said, I don't remember. So, But it was good. I really like it. It looked a lot better than it did in the previous screening. Might yeah. Been, might have been the equipment, too. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, also, I mean... But you could tell the color correction had been done. and Oh, yeah. It was much crisper. I only have a couple of... Death of Field. Excuse me. Death of Field, not crummy Death of Field. That'll be our next movie. Death, Death of Field. field. Who's, who's going to play Field? It'll be a sequel to Field of Dreams. <laughs> if you build it, they will die. Or a pretty corporate conglomerate comes in and destroys its field. Which is still there. And then uh, all the ghosts come out to stop the equipment and stuff. Really but they cool. can only go as far as the uh, corn line. Yeah, because all the baseball ghosts come out and stop their machinery. And yeah. Stuff. They'll come out with bats and stuff. Ding! That didn't do anything. Well, you don't hit the machine, you hit the driver. What if they're completely enclosed in, in mesh? And you just got to stick it through the, the mesh? Yeah. That might not work. You might not get far enough. Be, oh, shit. That's why you take a second swing. <laughs> swing away, Meryl. Swing away. Yeah, yeah. This is mesh every movie, isn't it? Oh. Then John Connor shows up. I would really like to do a movie like that. We just mush every movie together. Just bringing characters from every movie that you watched growing up as a kid. One huge Roland Emmerich type movie where you blow everything up and everybody shows up. I'm for it. The licensing alone would be $200 million. Oh, yeah, please. Although the Lego movie looks like it's doing it. That's true. They've got like Batman in there. But it's Lego. Yeah, I guess all the characters that they have licenses to for I was the video say, games. They've already got the licensing. Well, they have them for the, the figures too, the actual Legos. So they probably talked to whatever their lawyers and said, Is this good if we do this? And they're like, Yeah, I don't, you own the license. Well, do they're making, I mean, the companies are, Warner Brothers is making a lot of money through Lego. Oh, yeah. With their um, little toys and the video, especially the video games. They've got a, at least one Batman Lego game. I think they have a DC Universe game as well. Is Lego? I think so, don't they? I know there's a DC Universe MMO. I don't know if they have a DC Universe. I thought they had a Lego game that had like, other characters like Superman and Wonder Woman. And... It might. I haven't really paid that much attention. I love those Lego games. They're funny as hell. And of course the Star Wars, they've got 
Well, those are the originals, and then they have the Indiana Jones. They have straight to video movies. Yeah, already. Indiana Jones and Harry Potter. People are making. There's a movie for you. Indiana Jones and Harry Potter. Indiana Jones finds Hogwarts, (laughs) but his dad can't see it. But his dad can't see it. His dad can't see it because he's a muggle. So is Indiana Jones. He's a mudblood. Ah. We never met his mother. That's true. We never did. Maybe Voldemort killed her. But the love of the dog saved him. Yeah. That's why he carries the dog's name with him. Yep. See, we just added to the universe. <laughs> Works for me. Both of them. So, I guess we should inform our listeners that they can go to the Facebook site of Dubious. D-O-O-B-I-S. No. Is it I-O-U-S? D-O-O-B-I-U-I-O-U-S. Try again. D-O-O-B-I-O-U-S. Is that right? Yeah. Dubious. Okay. So dot the, org. Org? No, think, com. Think, yeah, org. org. Yeah. And you can look at all the pictures from the phone from The Morningside Monster premiere. <laughs> teamwork, teamwork, teamwork. Morningside Monster. We'll get you through breakfast and the podcast. Yeah. I'll fill in the gaps. <laughs> you want a piece of pizza? No, thank you. It's a little early for me right now. This is early? For eating pizza, yeah. Oh. You don't like cold pizza? No, I just don't like eating in the mornings. Okay. Except for popcorn. Yeah, it's a staple. Wouldn't that hurt? Probably, I got one under my finger the other day. It was really not pleasant. I had to pull one out of Marissa's shoe. Granted, it didn't hurt her, but it was close. She wears her shoes very thin. I had to pluck it out of the bottom. I was like, what the hell is this? Holy like, oh, crap. I thought it would have hurt if this had finally worn through. Did you enjoy the Q&A after the Morning Side Monster? It was interesting. I like the fact that uh, the cop was basically barfing the entire time they were filming. Well, I'm sure he didn't appreciate it, but... Well, he was making fun of it, too, so he might not have appreciated it, but at least you could find the humor in it. Yeah. And I agree with him. That cop being happy-go-lucky kind of thing, I don't think would have worked. Andy Taylor? Yeah. I don't think that would have worked as well as the more grumpy, let's get this over with. Well, it didn't come off to me as grumpy so much as just like no nonsense. Yeah. But he still had Andy Taylor-ish qualities, I mean. Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't, you know, shoot first, ask questions later. I mean, the way he handled the situation, we won't give any spoilers. Yeah. The way he handled the situation with Clyde early mm-hmm. in the movie. Is that Clyde's last name, or are you just saying, like, early in the movie? No, that's his last name, early in the movie. No, I thought his, I thought his name was, like, Clyde early or something. No, no, no. Okay, I'm just... I don't know what his last name was. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I think they mentioned it, but I didn't... They, I did, they did mention it once. I just brief. Like my underwear. That's what we call TMI <laughs> in this day and age. <laughs> nah. But I mean, he was very Andy Taylor-ish handling that. Well, but... If Andy Taylor used profanity. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking more... But it's also a real... Andy Taylor is middle America, dust bowl, southerner kind of cop. He was middle America, northern, let's get this done... So it was a no-nonsense approach. We're going to look into it, but odds are we're never going to find the person, you know. Right. You know, just settle down and do whatever, you know. Yeah, it's just, let me defuse the situation, because otherwise I really could slap you in chains and take you in if I really wanted to. I mean, class women irons and beer in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> Cring. 
It'd be stupid, but the guy was kind of a punk, so... Though he dresses up very nice. <laughs> yes, it was nice to see all the people we'd seen previously. It was neat seeing... Um, Nicholas Brendan? Nicholas. He's a good actor. I mean, he's been in a few other things, so... He's in Criminal Minds. But that's true, he is. I like that show. I don't which watch I was, it a lot. I was reminding Jason of when Jason was standing out front handing out the flyers. With Nicholas Brendan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I was like, he's also in Criminal Minds, you know, she's a little more current. And yeah. He's like, yeah, but people know him from Buffy. I can't argue with that. A lot of this group, yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that, yeah. I mean, come on, we're the pop culture architects. That needs to be part of our repertoire. <laughs> I was thinking more like the people on the street that were walking yeah, by. that's true. But uh, he was... But yeah, I mean, he's right. Buffy has a bigger following. <laughs> yeah, a lot bigger. People don't cosplay criminal minds. Yet. <laughs> Yet. You don't know. <laughs> could happen. It could happen. Yeah, I thought... Uh, he did a great job. Everybody did. A I great did not job. recognize him when he came up. Oh, you didn't with the pork pie hat on. Mm-mm. Did not recognize him when they walked up. It was him and um, the a producer slash AD. Is it Mike or I think it was Mike. Now I'm doing it too. I, I I'm terrible at, with names. I always have. I am too. They come strolling up, and I just saw him at the corner of my eye. I was filming for Jason for a few minutes while he walked inside for something because they were busy. Oh, when you were outside, yeah. yeah. I just saw two people coming from my left, and I turned out like, are you here for the Morningside Monster? And I saw him. And it didn't register and right away. He's like, oh, definitely. I'm like, oh. Duh. duh. Yeah. I know you. <clears throat> yeah, when I saw him, when he was inside. Suddenly Michael Flatley showed up. <laughs> when I saw him inside, I, I instantly recognized him. Because I've seen him in that outfit before. Maybe not the same sweater and everything, but the hat and the glasses. It looks like he lost some weight, though, too. Yeah, well, he might have had to. Maybe he's got another part coming up where he has to drop some, some pounds. He wasn't fat before, but no, his face was a lot fuller in the movie and on the TV show. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the camera does add weight. It's all about shape-wise. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. Just saying, hey. Mm-hmm. He looked good. Yeah. And Michael Stanley, it was nice to see him again. And that was Clive, right? Yeah. yeah. He's the gentleman in the picture from last, uh, the week before last episode. The super, super tall guy who looks like he's going to kill everybody in that picture. Well, there's nobody in the picture, but except him. And they all seemed to enjoy themselves, and that was good. Yeah. I got to meet some of the other people that we didn't meet the first time. Yeah. It was good to see the film. It was good to see the actors and stuff. It was like being at Dragon Con without actually having to be there. Yeah, you got to meet some of the people who were behind the behind the scenes. Yeah. Executive producers, I guess you will. Jason doing his thing, answering questions, Q&A. His usual aplomb. I think he enjoys that sort of thing. Yeah, oh, come on. I don't know anybody who doesn't that is in that kind of thing. Well, I don't really you, care. but... I don't really care for it much. That's why you usually drag me up there with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I don't ever get to say anything. <laughs> I'm there just for moral support. I don't make any pretenses about it. No, I didn't say you did. I'm not a public speaker. No, you're not. No. Oh. I really speak where people can hear me. <laughs> well, this technically that's, isn't a public speaking. That's, that's why I do the podcast. I don't want anybody to hear me. <laughs> Congratulations, you've succeeded. <laughs> oh. 
Another thing, since we're talking about our big week this week, I need to I need to access my Twitter real quick. Uh oh. All right, well, I'll find out who this person is while you access your Twitter. I gotta go over here and Twitter myself. Ew. Ew. Put that away. It wouldn't be a podcast without the monkey. No. So we got two new followers to the Twitter account. Ah. Celebrity followers. Ooh. I'm, and I'm not familiar with Alex Bagnola, but I've been doing some research. She's apparently a musician, maybe slash comedian. She does very humorous Who? stuff. Ali Spagnola. I know that name. Or I may be mispronouncing it. And if I am, so I'm sorry, Ali. If you're listening. Well, she's following us on Twitter. That doesn't mean she's listening to the podcast. But as somebody I should know, because she has 1.5 million followers. Yeah. So we definitely gotta gotta check her out. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, you're invited to come on the podcast and pimp all your wares. Which sounds a little dirty, but it's not. It's dirty. And then we've got Chris Gore. Who's that? He was one of the hosts on uh, Attack of the Show. Oh, all right. He has a podcast as well, as does, as does Allie. So, Chris Gore, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yo, yo! No, but uh, Chris Gore has a podcast called Pod Crash, which is um, very interesting. He goes mm-hmm. on other podcasts yeah, as a guest, and that's his podcast. That's that's kind of funny. He yeah. fit in right he fit right in with us. Who is that? Girls, my mom plans a change. She didn't go to church today, so she wants me to over earlier. And, and engage in her sinful ways. <laughs> yes. She's married to me, dude. Sin is part God, of the course. God is forgiving. <laughs> Even yours. Yeah, so she My, wants, mine. So she wants me. This is the Old Testament. <laughs> Very yeah. Old Testament. Have have lunch with her and take her back to the house. Then how's she gonna get to lunch? The place that that she stays at, they have. Um, oh, you're gonna eat lunch there? We're gonna eat. Yeah, I'm gonna eat lunch at uh, this retirement facility, and then she wants to go back to her house after we leave. She wants to meet to take her back because my cousin and my uncle are driving in from Cincinnati, and they want to stay at the house. So she can't stay in her house with them there. She doesn't have the room at Huntcliffe when she's at Brockton Close, her house. That's what I just said. She can't stay at her house while she's her... She's going to stay at her house. She wants me to pick her up from Huntcliffe. Oh! lunch at Huntcliffe and then take all right, her all right. to All right, all right, I got it, house. I got it, I got it. Third base. Who? Yeah, exactly. It's basically a retirement facility to her own home. That's where I'm going. So she's got two homes. She has two homes, yes. See, that's where the confusion is. Yeah, that's confusion. No, I didn't know what... The... Leave me alone! You can edit all that out later. Yeah, that's the part I'm leaving in. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, that's his podcast. I mean, he has an actual podcast, but it fills it with segments of him on other people's other podcasts. Other people's podcasts. That's Which is funny. really cool. It is. Oh, that's another thing. I might as well bring it up here. A friend of mine found something on... Uh, the Ark? Yes. I've been looking for that. Uh, well, I made a movie about me. It was a small, strange animal. No, idiot. It was found on Craigslist, a guy who's looking for someone to master his podcast. I thought maybe it was you putting it on the head for us, because Harvey quit. No, because Tina bought him off with new gear. That's true. And, oops. 
Shouldn't air our dirty laundry here. Yeah, exactly. Well, have fun, guys. Okay. Doing the podcast. Doing the what? The podcast. We have a podcast? We have a podcast. Yes. When did, it, cool. when did that start? We must be famous. <laughs> you guys are famous, yes. We are? Yeah. Sweet. We're world famous in Poland. <laughs> Don't you have what? Like... 10,000 listeners or something like that? No, we've had over 11,000 hits. Oh, 11,000 hits. Oh, well, that's over 11,000. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so you're right, over 11,000 hits. There you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And after last night, 11,001. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I checked it. Oh. Well, in, enjoy the popcorn. We've been. It's good. Do you, do you Spicy like tacos, it? tasty. So is that. Yeah, it tastes like tacos. Weird. Spicy ones. And this one tastes like evil. <laughs> it's dark and salty and sweet. Oh my god. Kind of like me. Did you offer him some pizza? Kind of like Vader. I did. Well, he's not very sweet. He is. In his own way. <laughs> in his private moments. <laughs> when he he's, loved, when he's he loves, it off. He loves his children's. His children's? I did. I he didn't want any pizza. Thank you. I didn't oh. design it. You didn't design it. Okay. I think someone at the Mythbusters designed it. That's actually cool. Okay, goodbye. Alright, bye. See ya. Have fun. I have to go Look get my in the castle. Okay, I will. I'll have <laughs> Do you think fun. it would work? Or retirement home, as the case may be. <laughs> much easier to storm the retirement home. Yeah, it is. I don't know. There's some tough old boards in there. <laughs> Actually, you know, the shirt I really like is the one that Adam wears. It has his picture on it. Wearing the same t shirt. Oh, that's funny. The t shirt that he's wearing in the shirt. The t shirt. It is, you know, kind of infinity's in on him. Bye. Hi. You're still here? Yeah, I'm going to take my car. Okay. As opposed to... Mine. Oh. As opposed to walking or Marta? Because <laughs> you're going to have a hell of a time getting Marta up here. No, we get the kiss and ride. Ooh. <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> it's just a parking lot, but we call it the kiss and ride. <laughs> well, it's because you... It's kind of a teen hangout where... You, you know, you it's the make-out point here. Yeah. You, know, you kiss whoever you're with goodbye. And then you kill them. I mean, uh, send them on Marta. Okay, kill them. <laughs> squeaky, 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 squeaky. Switch chairs, then. Why? It's content. <laughs> Honey? Yes, I know. Well, we're taking a break from actual content. We ever had an actual content? Yeah, we're doing content now. But is it actual content? Oh no. Let's try this. Yeah, that worked great, Chris. Yeah, it worked wonderful. You hmm. should do that again. You should do it again, but this time for real. <laughs> Are these even working, actually? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since we have the new microphones, we should test them out. Yeah. I did. I actually put them on at work and set the recorder running. And after everybody left, I played it back. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was just like there were still people there. I could hear conversations going on in the next room and doors shutting all over the place and people walking around and papers. It's haunted. It was weird. Because when you're doing like this... Well, it's very subtle. But when you're actually recording in an active environment, 
it was blows your creepy. mind, huh? It was creepy because I could hear the I heard the door down the hall shut. Yeah, and it sounded like it was down the hall. Yeah, especially since I was sitting in the same place that I recorded it in. And I'm so used to those noises going on. So how's the new office? I know you've been there for a little bit, but it's fine. I mean, I don't think there's as much room as there was before. Yeah, but we have a storage area uh-huh. downstairs. We put a lot of the excess stuff in, which is what storage is usually for. And the, I mean, it works. We have a, a flow going now. It's, it's still a little cramped in some areas, but not by much. But the uh, the main company in the building got bought by another company. Oh, great! And then they immediately start downsizing, so mm. there may be spaces opening up. I don't know that we're going to try and take any of that extra space, but it would be nice to have a little bit extra room. Yeah, you can always drop the hint. Well, hey, look. They, well, if they take that area at the end of the building that they're occupying yeah. and divide it up, it wouldn't be too difficult. But we just got settled into where we are, so well, the listeners don't care about that. <laughs> no, but... But if you're interested in me at all... It's go, content. You can go follow me on Twitter and hear yeah. random crap that I spout off. I've been trying to think of witty stuff to say because we have followers now on Twitter. It doesn't always have to be witty. It does. No, no, it doesn't. Trust me. Played with puppies today. Send. <laughs> oh look, some guy I barely know played with puppies today. Well, that's what Twitter is, really. Twitter is all about marketing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, we use it to put out the new episodes up. Go check it out. Oh, we put up a new ramblings. Check it out. Oh, new music. Put it. I do that on Facebook. We do it on Facebook too. No, I do it on Facebook. You do it on Twitter because I don't and have Twitter. A lot of the people I follow on Twitter, yeah. like Mike Nelson, I mean, he's hysterical. He just like, puts out one-liners here and there. He'll put out 15, 16 tweets on the same subject over the course of an evening. But he keeps me interested in what he's doing. You know? I guess. Most of the time it started out with, I'm going out on a date. I'm in the bathroom now. Well, that's what normal people use it for. But yeah. Being celebrities. Or that was celebrities. Well, we're celebrities. People just don't know that yet. No, I don't know. Well, I don't see any reason why we should treat ourselves any differently than the famous podcasters, right? No. I mean, they go online and tweet about stuff, and they have pages on Facebook. And That's true. I'm not saying you're doing something wrong. We're, we're I mean, podcasting. We can do that, too. Relax, man. We just might not actually be as famous as they are. Or famous. Or have listeners and stuff. <laughs> we don't know if we have listeners or not. But I don't know if Balky is, listens or not. I know he just likes everything. It's a job, right? I mean, it's like just because you're doing accounting at a know-nothing small mom-and-pop operation or you're doing it for a Fortune 500 company, it's the same job. It's just the level of responsibility is different. Not necessarily. So, I mean, we're not Adam Carolla's podcast, but do we have any less responsibility to our listener? Yes. <laughs> We're not Adam Carolla either. No, but I couldn't do what Adam Carolla does. I know nothing about cars and I do. Or carpentry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm below on that, but I know about the covers. I know plenty about cars. Although I think it'd be really, really handy to be friends with Adam Carolla because he knows a lot about cars and carpentry. <laughs> I know a lot about cars. I mean, he's, Dave knows a lot about carpentry. His public persona is very snarky, but I, he seems like a pretty decent guy. I don't know. I think even in his private persona, uh, even in his private life. I no, I mean, I've, I mean, I've you know, listened to the, uh, the Hollywood Babylon, and they've talked about him several yeah. times because he got Ralph Garman his job on K Rock in Los Angeles. Yeah. Because Jimmy Kimmel was leaving there. 
Yeah, to do, do the show. To do the man show with him. And they said, well, you know, this guy's funny. Why don't you use him? And they talked him into going in and auditioning and changed the course of his life. That's not something he had to do. You know? No. He could said, oh, screw you guys. Bye. We're going to be famous. Yes, and Dylan Have you seen that movie? He, he's in there. It's a dramatic movie. I can't remember the name of it. It's like a boxer or something. Oh, I know the movie you're talking about. No, I haven't seen it. I saw about half of it because Linda was watching it. It was a boxer for a little mm-hmm. while. It was just, it threw me off so much because I, I kept waiting for the punchline. <laughs> and it was a dramatic role. There was no punchline coming. That's the punchline. I just kept waiting for him to. He's gonna say something funny any second. <laughs> and I, it just got so frustrating for me. I had to walk out. I was like, it's not that he's bad in the movie. He's he's good in the movie, but I just was not prepared for Adam Carolla in that role. It's like when Bill Murray does a dramatic role, or at least when he started doing dramatic. Yeah, roles. I was gonna say he does a lot of those. He, like The Razor's Edge, when he did that, people just didn't know what to make of it. It's like Bill Murray movie. Let's go see the Bill Murray movie. This isn't funny. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing when Lost in Translation came out, too. They're like, oh, oh, it's an art film. I don't know. Well, they got a little more acceptance because we'd seen him do that before. The Razor's Edge tanked because it's like people couldn't handle it. Yeah. We're just so used to seeing somebody in one role, then they branch out, and you're like, oh, well, I can't. Can't handle it. Can't handle it. I mean, a lot of people do that. Can't handle it? Well, yeah, I mean, artists want to change the direction of what they do, and... Look at Jim Carrey. Garth Brooks, when he did that, um... Oh, what was the fake guy? Yes, yeah, it, it was Chris something or other. Yeah, Chris Gaines. Yeah, Chris Gaines. Gaines. <clears throat> Captain Kirk. He's in another movie, he's, now. he's in another movie. He's in several movies. Yeah. He's, he's Captain Kirk and Jack Ryan now. Ooh. He's got Ian McKellen. Yeah. He's Gandalf and Magneto. I know. It's weird. He is set for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah, He doesn't have to do another movie. He can just do concert. Yeah. He could, he could charge fifty dollars an autograph, and I won't pay it. And rack up, because he's Gandalf and Magneto. Yeah, but he'd rather do another. He's going to be both of them this year. He's got uh, Days oh, of the Future right. Past coming out, and he's already had yeah, Desolation of Smog. And uh, the third part will be out this Christmas in your time, I do believe. There is that no, they're, they're back, back again. again. That is it. Okay, I thought that was the first one. No, oh, okay. I'll have it. I'll bet. Um, Something Journey. Oh, yeah. I think they should have done like the Christopher Nolan movies. They call it The Hobbit Begins. <laughs> the Desolation of Smog and The Hobbit Rises. <laughs> I like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, but I'm really glad they're over. Well, it was supposed to be like a year one kind of thing. Not year one, but you know, a. Every Batman movie comes <laughs> out says they've taken their cue from year one or Dark Knight Returns. Tim Burton said it. Well, and I'm like, uh, Tim Burton's were, and at the time, it's like, oh yeah, I can see this. It's dark, and it's and, no, it was it was dark. It was shot dark. <clears throat> yeah, the movie itself was not quite as dark. I still think Tim Burton's is probably some of the best. I really enjoy the, the Tim Burton ones, but they do have their share of camp out. Well, of course, at the time, I don't remember thinking that. So I'm wondering if like another ten years, we're gonna look back on the Nolan ones and go, oh, so campy. <laughs> and if so, I can't imagine what those next Batman movies are going to be like. <laughs> Batman's going to actually start killing people. It's going to be like crossing Mad Max and Batman. Post-apocalyptic Batman. Batmax? Batmax. Madman? Madman. No, can't do that uh, one. No, that, no. no. 
Bat Max. Bat Max. That'd be kind of neat, though. Actually, I'd like to see them do a twenty ninety nine. I'd like to see them do a lot of the Elseworld things. Yeah. I'd like to see the, uh, you know, the one that had the kid is Batman. The cartoon that Batman was Batman Beyond? Yeah. That would rock. That one might be a hard sell. Why? <laughs> it's a little more sci-fi. It's a little far removed from the Batman the general public knows. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It works well in the animated form. I just don't know how well it would work. In, they were basically pulling it off in this in the second one when he was zipping around Tokyo or whatever Hong Kong on the glider wings. But in Batman Beyond, he can actually fly. Yeah, and it's all Blade Runner-ish settings. And it works well on the page. I don't know how well it would work in the live action. Mm, it's okay. like Robin. Robin works well on the page, but if you put him in a live action movie, you actually get to start thinking about. That's like a 13-year-old kid running around in a spandex leotard. Well, that's why you don't make him 13. Actually, that's why you do a Nightwing uh, movie. Yeah, but it's <coughs> not Robin. It's basically Robin. It's Robin now it's, I mean, Batman it's like, life. It's like when they did it in Forever and um, Batman and Robin. It loses something. Uh-oh. It's not as high a contrast a pairing. True. You have the brightly colored kid in the dark night running around and doing stuff yeah. to each his own I finally got around to uh, watching Man of Steel last weekend oh yeah mm-hmm. have you seen it nope it's a very interesting take the only thing that <laughs> that bothered me uh-huh. was um, and it wasn't his performance um, Kevin Costner was, was good as Jonathan Kent but the writing for Jonathan Kent I thought was very off part of the theme of the movie was how are people going to respond to the revelation that there is a Superman and that's a very real world take, you know. Yeah. If somebody who could fly and can, you know, can, if Superman showed up, how would the world react to it? It's a very real concern. So that they made that part of the focus of the movie. Jonathan Kent was of the mind that he needs to keep himself secret. He can't show himself to the world, you know. And I won't go into the culmination of that because it's a big spoiler. Well, if you watch the commercial, he gets arrested. He allows himself to be taken. Yeah, of course. But don't let anybody know what you can do. Don't, you know. it, get, it comes off kind of like there's so much potential there, but he doesn't want him to achieve his potential. It, which kind of countermands how Superman which, I mean, was he raised. Pl- he plays it in a way where he's he's telling him this because he loves him. He's telling him this to protect him. Right. How do you protect someone who can't be hurt, though? But I think he means protect him emotionally, so he doesn't... Well, I mean, if he, people find out what he can do, and then they're all going to be scared of him. and <clears throat> Or they're going to use him for... Evil, or they're you know just gonna run in terror when he shows up and stuff. That's fine. You've... That can be kind of hurtful to a young person, <laughs> especially when young people just want to be accepted. Yeah, but, I mean, you go and you you save a plane from crashing into the ground, and you do other things that would save. I mean, sooner or later, they're, they're going to be like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, but I thought it was very well portrayed in the second Hellboy movie. Yeah, when he is revealed to the public. Spoilers, but you should have seen this movie already. Uh, he's in the city street there, and yeah, they start throwing pro- rocks. and he's protecting people from the evil plant thing and yeah. saving babies. Yeah, what did you do to my baby? Yeah, we, yeah. there again. That's I can very much see that happening. Yeah, but he's a demon. I mean, I can see it happening more if you don't look anything like anyone else. But he I, basically looks like uh, Superman. He looks like us, but he flies and he has heat vision and he he can lift a building and, and leap one, leap over trains in a single bound. 
Well, no, that's my gig. I'm faster than the speeding building. <laughs> You're pretty fast. Unless it's a Jimmy John's. I'm still faster than the Jimmy John's <laughs> building. <laughs> the delivery drivers, maybe not, but the building, I can't run. <laughs> building, I got and, this. And I um, say that with a bit of confidence. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now I'm over here. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That'll be our new catchphrase. Ooh. Ooh. You gotta do it. Right. <laughs> we put on a shirt, but I don't know how to do that. Put it on a shirt? I guess you just have to go ooh all the way around the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start with a big capital and you go small and just all the way around. Works for me. We finished talking about the premiere? I think so. If we didn't, we really, really, really got off track anyways. We gave it a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. So four, technically, because we both had two pairs felt, of thumbs. I felt the movie played better. Couldn't tell you why. <laughs> they made changes to it? Yeah, they did. Couldn't figure out where they were. That I. Oh, I could tell you where one of the main ones was. Do you want me to? Spoilers? Not really. Oh, then, yeah. It was... I want you to tell me. I just don't want you to do that. <laughs> Here, cover your ears. No, um, that would be a funny gag. We yeah. actually cover those <laughs> ears when we don't want to hear something. Um, it's the speech part where he has to go do the uh, the anti-drug speech. They flipped it back and forth before between him and Clyde getting ready to. Oh. They cut the speech out, and they just showed you Clyde getting ready, and then they cut back to him ending the speech. And hmm. so that was one thing. And that was the main thing I noticed. I was just like, oh, holy crap! Yeah, okay. I just remember that. Hmm. I'll fade out now. <laughs> well, I, was saying, I, was, I was into the whole proceedings <laughs> and everything. It was, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Monkey enjoyed it too. He did. Trust me, I know. But maybe not a lot. He's <laughs> having flashbacks. Oh no. <laughs> Now, whose tone is that? The screen? Yeah. That's a uh, male box tone. Oh. I was wondering if that was a sign of someone specific. No. It's a mailbox tone. So what were you saying about somebody who's looking for an engineer for a podcast? Oh, that's all. I, I, I don't know. It was on Craigslist. Oh, oh, oh. Did you answer it? I didn't see it. The person told me about it. And I went to go look for it. And I didn't. I couldn't find it because I don't know what he searched under. It was just one of those things like, oh, I happened to run across this. You yeah, know, if you're going to tell somebody about something, you need the details. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I said I'd pass it along to you, so I passed it along to you. Hmm. Harvey's got a pretty steady workload. I don't know if he can handle it. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking anyways. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Well. Or it, could, or it could be boring. Well, Harvey could make a little extra cash. Most people aren't really looking for our pay kind for, of setup. Pay for the podcast. Well, no, they don't want us to record the podcast. They just want us to master it. Make it sound good? Yeah. There's so much you can do. Crap. I mean, look at ours. <laughs> no, Harvey spends a lot of time working on it to make it sound as good as it does. Still Has you started yet? <laughs> Still in danger of losing his job. <laughs> well, isn't that always? Aren't we all? Yeah, well. Well, this job. And then they're going to replace us with Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla. And probably Dr. Drew. Probably gonna get replaced with Dr. Drew. Loveline. Just go back to Loveline. Why not? 
I'd love that show to come back on. I liked hearing about idiot teenagers and their horrible problems. Well, it was good with Adam Carolla on it. Yeah. Because he was funny. Yeah. Well, Ricky Rackman or whoever took it over after the fact it went in the toilet. I also have heard about one episode of Love Line, two episodes of Love Line, something like that, when Adam Carolla was on it. When Adam Carolla was on it? Mm-hmm. When I was living I haven't heard anything of it since. Uh, oh, well, well, it ended. It's not on the air anymore. But uh, when I was living down in Florida, I used to listen to uh, Howard Stern in the morning and then Love Line at night. We didn't have Howard Stern here. Nope. Because he's too uh, racy or whatever. I don't know how they put it. But Yankee. we've got the idiot regular guys. He's too Yankee. And that's exactly what it is. And he's very, we'll call it northern. Oh, yeah. There's no getting around it. I'm sure he's very insulted. Yeah, because he listens. I don't sound Midwestern to you? No. <laughs> or California? No. Doesn't mistake you for a Texan? No. No, no. Maybe he's Canadian? No. no. <laughs> Could he be Mexican? Yeah, sure. You know what we did have on down here? Back in the day? Shorts? <laughs> Ruth Westheimer. We had her show. Oh yeah, Dr. Ruth. Which was fascinating to listen to because that accent, you know, was just... So, you're talking to man's penis. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's like being dirty talked by Tanjinka, you know? <laughs> sure. I didn't know that's what going to the light meant. <laughs> Don't go into the line. They, uh... Go into the line. They, uh... Saw the cat quite a few times yesterday. Which we haven't. No? Not yet. We could just say we did. No one would know. I don't... The cat's out today. You can start giving the cat credit on the podcast page. <laughs> For, uh... We had to put up a page. Chris, Larry, Harvey, and Molly. I'm <laughs> Tina. We had to put up a, a cast page or a cast and crew page. Put the cat and the dog and... <laughs> The bird. The bird. There'll just be pictures. Mm-hmm. You have to get a picture of Molly. One that she's not like just turning around and walking off for. So next time we see her, she's sitting here watching us. You have to snap that picture. I'll get my camera ready. <laughs> Alrighty then, folks. There you go. Another Achieving Reality the podcast in the bag. I gotta say, those guys have got to have something wrong in their noggins. They are so odd. Oh well, what's done is done. Come back next week for more of the Laughing Idiots. So, for Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hiney, ho. Oh, come on, Larry. Quit it with this stupid crap. Sheesh. Go. This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by The Smoke Lights. Hey there, folks. Do you like unique chandeliers? Do you like using a water pipe when smoking out on the weekends or on holidays? (laughs) Well, AR Products has the product for you. The Smoke Light. (laughs) The Smoke Light are two different chandelier hookah mixes. The Hookalier, a three-pipe, four-light, candle-powered piece for those of you that live off the grid. And the Chanduka, a six-pipe, three-LED light setup for the 
green stoner of means. They are great for over the dining room table, mm, food, or just as a hanging centerpiece to any room you use to get baked. The smoke light lights up your high. <laughs> Cabbage makes me farty. <laughs>